Good evening, ASW, and welcome to our first town hall of the new school year. I'm your director, John Zerflu, here at the ASW Temporary Director's Office out in the Dean. Uh, it's a pleasure to be able to greet you tonight and begin to maybe answer some questions, address any concerns that you might have before we get started on opening up school this week. I'm going to try to go over a lot of details tonight and make sure that I give you plenty of time to answer those questions. Uh, you will note if you're on the Facebook stream that you have comment ability. And if you do that, I'll be able to see it on the comment stream. If you wanna go ahead and start throwing in good, good afternoon, good evenings in there, and I can show you how they come up on the screen. But in addition, um, I've got another channel for you this year uh, to take note of, and I'll show this again later. But if you have uh, questions or comments and you're on the YouTube channel or you're watching through another means, you can text me at this mobile number here in Poland and I'll see your message and I'll be able to bring it into the conversation as well. Just to give you one more channel uh, to throw uh, con connections, comments and questions to me so that we can answer them through the night. So make note of that number and, and remember it. Uh, maybe write it down someplace. It's 608-206-512. Um, after we get done tonight, there also is a question channel for all things construction and school-oriented. It's info at aswarsaw.org, our new channel for quick response. We have a whole team monitoring that, and we can get quick answers to you as questions may emerge. So just uh, giving you those channels right at the top of the hour. Uh, if you're on uh, LinkedIn or you're on YouTube, please use the mobile number. If you're on Facebook, feel free to use the comment channel and we'll answer your questions. As I'm giving instructions, more and more people are uh, rolling in uh, on our numbers here. So we'll keep going and very excited again to have you know. There's our first one saying good evening. There's the good evening from our ASWPTO. Um, another that's great for our Facebook users, just as examples of my ability to pull this up on the screen as you participate during the evening. Uh, with that, I'll uh, pull this down and I want to bring in my uh, partner to start with tonight. Uh, would you please join me in welcoming our new board chair, Sarah Kyle. Sarah, good evening to you. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. And welcome I want to, the to give you a chance to give a nice welcome to yes. the families. Go ahead. Yes, I just wanted to welcome everyone to this exciting new school year. Um, we uh, just introduced myself real quick. Um, my name is Sarah Kyle. Uh, this is our third year here at ASW. This is my second year on the board. Um, sadly, it's our last year. Uh, my husband and I, we have two children at uh, ASW. Our son, Benjamin, is going to be a senior this year. So that's Super exciting. And then our youngest, Isabella, is going to be uh, starting grade 10. Um, so I wanted to just talk a little bit about our board work. We are kicking off uh, this weekend with um, a full day retreat, and we're going to be planning lots of our goals um, and, and just planning for the year. Um, it's an exciting year. It's a growth year in more ways than one. So I just wanted to um, just let everyone know that we are always looking for people who are interested in working with us in this really important strategic work uh, that we do as a board of trustees. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, John leads a wonderful uh, board a trustee training um, class, I guess, if you will, seminar. Um, and we are always looking for people to join us um, in doing committee work. We have four wonderful committees. We have the governance committee, 
um, an advancement committee that will be very involved with um, helping to plan our wonderful school gala that we'll be hearing about a lot this year. Um, and then we also have the finance committee and the monitoring and risk management committee. So if you have any interested and any interest at all in, in strategic work and, and in helping out our school community, please don't hesitate to get in touch, but welcome to the school year. Thank you, Sarah. It's so good to have you connecting here and a uh, reminder to everyone to give us a nice backdrop here. We've got our school mission. Uh, which we always reflect on as we're taking on projects like this. I know the board is totally tied into this. Um, a lot of the strategic work, the big work that we're doing is board approved, board initiated, and really um, the key work of the board throughout the year. Um, and then uh, a new addition that came from both board work and a group of parents is our affirming safe and welcoming statement. So we, we wanna make sure and include that in everything that we do make sure that everyone reads our welcoming statement and understands our commitment to this broad sense of inclusion within the ASW community. We'll talk more about that with new families tomorrow and then with returning families at different times throughout the year to make sure we're reinforcing that. And we got a comment up that just says, thanks so much, Sarah. It's going to be a great year. I assume you're out there. <laughs> Helping us out a little bit. Um, Sarah, what's your, you've been out here in the building and, and yes. had a chance to tour in the last couple of days. Uh, I know your reflections is we're on a tight timeline to get everything ready, but I think you found it promising to see the progress around the building. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there's no doubt we are in a, we are building our future. We're in a big project. Um, and with growth are some growing pains, um, but that's to be expected. Um, but you can see, you can, Standing in the building, you can see the refresh in the classrooms already. You can also see the potential for what's coming, and it's super exciting. Um, and uh, it's 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 going to be great having everyone back. It um, everything's being cleaned up, everything's safe for the kids, and so um, I look forward to seeing as much of the progress as I can while we're here. I think unfortunately we're going to miss seeing the final product um, uh, to come to completion since we'll have to leave. But I guess that's a reason to come back and visit. <laughs> So. But you'll get big chunks of it at least. I, I mean, that's I the reason for the planning and the tight timeline yes. is that we'll be able to unveil big pieces of this come February in the first phase mm -hmm. and then uh, get into the next uh, pieces uh, in short order so that in a very short period of time we can maximize everybody's utility of the spaces that we're creating. I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, a little bit later in the presentation. Um, Sarah and I have one other piece just to remind everyone, we still have uh, PSI families in our midst, uh, but we can report that the school in Kiev has reopened. Uh, they have a new director. You may or may not have been aware of that last year, but we can officially announce now that Trey Holland is the new director of PSI, and he'll be making regular visits here because our memorandum of understanding with PSI was to continue our relationship for one more year for families who weren't quite ready to transition back to Kiev. And so that was uh, worked on between the boards, uh, both unanimously approving that directive. And we will retain about uh, 40 plus kids in our midst. There'll be a bit more ASW students, but they'll, they'll still maintain connection to their PSI family uh, back in Kiev and Trey Holland will reinforce that by regular visits here throughout the year. So we'll get a chance to see him uh, tomorrow as he's on campus for the next few days uh, and reconnecting with his families. Is there anything you want to add about Trey and PSI? 
No, I'm, I'm just that I'm so glad that we're continuing our partnership with them. Um, it was a wonderful year um, last year um, for us to collaborate together and just thinking of them and wishing them all the best as they start their new year in, in here. So our thoughts and prayers are with them for sure. Absolutely. I and mean, we all are staying in close contact. We'll have a, a, a individual staff member that's here on site as well to help facilitate things between trays visits. Uh, so Nikita will still be here. And I saw him today and he's very excited about being um, the custodian, if you will, of the PSI connection for this school year. And so he'll be located out here in the Dean with us and uh, provide a place where you can reach out to him if you have any questions. And that's primarily for our PSI families uh, in order to maintain that identity and connection that we all value was so important last year during our project. Yeah. Uh, we should also hastily mention that we are still doing ASW for Ukraine. Uh, the Refugee Center has remained open uh, all summer. I'm certain that an upcoming town hall will talk in more depth as the students get back together and start taking their leadership. Uh, but our work in that is still profound and continues on uh, to take care of those who are still in need of our assistance uh, for a longer period of time. Okay, Sarah, I'll let you go then. Thank you so much for joining us tonight and, and offering your Thank greetings. You. It's been wonderful to have you and looking forward to Saturday and our retreat together and our continued work as a board. And as Sarah mentioned, uh, board training sessions coming up in November. So we'll watch e-notes for that as it comes up. Yes. All right. Thank you. Have a good evening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye uh, now. With that in mind, things are rocking and rolling around here. As I'll share with you now, there's our, uh, up, I think that's our elementary team um, out on the site. And then right after that, uh, our upper school team wanting to capture the construction motif and the tail end of things as it was finishing up. We've had a wonderful couple of days, uh, multiple days together. Uh, first new staff and then full staff starting last week. Uh, really reconnecting with uh, what it is um, that we're trying to accomplish, not just with construction, but also with keeping learning refresh and other strategic project areas still working uh, and moving forward as we take on the challenge of the internal construction site that will continue on through the year. I'll talk about that more in just a minute. But our biggest mantra has been centered around this concept of the three C's. The three C's of we. They're built off of our core values. And we talked a lot today about connecting our core values um, to these things. But as we look at transitions, and particularly as we look at change, and we look at how we embrace that change, we have come to understand that the we, the one, the collective uh, team approach has to be based on communication, cohesion, and commitment. And we've spent some time talking about what that means, how we can enhance those aspects of our relationships with each other, and all of the work that we already have done to get us here that simply continues on. So it's been an absolutely profound uh, week and a half here, a couple of weeks now, uh, really getting connected on these concepts and all based on, again, our mission, our core values, and all of our, our guiding statements. Um, to take us back to building the future and what's going on here on campus, I'll remind you of a slide I gave you back in the springtime 
Uh, the website is still pertinent up in the corner. Go to our website at aswarsaw.org and you'll see the Building the Future link so that you can look at information that we're still in the process of updating. Um, obviously, this summer, uh, we faced challenges in terms, and not unexpected challenges, in terms of what we uncovered as we started the construction and renovation process. And it led us to make some shifts in the schedule, which we did very nimbly and, and agile fashion so that we could tackle them. It meant that we pushed up more of our work in early childhood, which is what's taken us right to the limit here in terms of getting it all done and ready for opening here in the next day or so. Uh, other renovation throughout the school was as planned uh, with some issues with uh, things we uncovered that had to be mediated and remediated in some cases. Uh, but all of it basically coming to fruition the way we had expected uh, in terms of cordoning off the areas that would continue under construction during the school year, quiet activities during the day and additional work in the evenings and on weekends, uh, to get us to the point in February where we can bring those projects to a close and open up those areas and start into the next preparatory work for next summer's big phase of work um, that will lead into next year, another few months, and then totally finished in that 19 to 22 month time frame uh, that we originally laid out for you back in the spring. Um, we've got three entrances that are currently operational, and this is a slight shift for one of them. We knew about elementary entrance, and elementary entrance will also double now as our main entrance to the school closest to the main gate. Um, we have our high school entrance. That was always expected to be stable. It is currently open and working well for us. Um, what we didn't expect is that we were going to postpone the connector between the middle school and the high school. But we've cleaned that up and maintained our main entrance through the pathway that you've always used that will take you to the entrance to the middle school. And they're finishing up some work there today, uh, but we're delayed and right at the last minute in finishing up some middle school office work that I'm expecting will finish uh, sometime um, during the day tomorrow. Um, so our three entrances then, elementary, middle, and high, become our main entrances to the school. Um, on the main floor then, the yellow pathways denote our main pathways of transit between areas. Um, so for middle school, back into the main building, their pathway is going to be through high school and down the main pathway into cafeteria and other areas. We also have uh, the the uh, bridge across between the main building and the annex will be used much more. The red areas denote areas that will be closed off uh, while they continue to work on those areas of construction. Uh, we have all these pathways marked and secured and safe for student transit throughout the building. Uh, Pat, obviously, there'll be a large focus in the first days on training students on those pathways and what they'll be using in order to move to their classes. Now, as a reminder, we really have only significantly lost our central core administrative areas on the ground floor. Um, and so that's really our key area of impact. Um, myself, my team, uh, big kudos to our business office, our HR, our facilities and maintenance division, they've all moved out here um, in order to take up temporary spaces while this construction is ongoing. Beyond that, there are only 
uh, selected number of classrooms um, that are being relocated on a cyclical basis throughout the year in order to undertake classroom renovations. We've done a number of them through the summer, but we will continue that work and we will have three classrooms set up in the Dean uh, that will take those classes on a rotating basis. And the first grade level that's there uh, for the next two to three week period is grade three. And they've all moved in and their classrooms are ready to welcome your students um, and their routings and, uh, and pathways have all been defined for their time out here while we continue the renovation of their classrooms upstairs. So let's go up to the next floor and talk about that a little bit. So again, we've lost just this central core of classrooms and the design center. Um, that design center is now relocated outside of the high school and in the back of the theater area. They have their classrooms uh, ready to go for students. And so again, that's an area that we closed down uh, for this period of time with intent that we'll be able to open up much of this come February. Uh, as you can see though, um, it, it, there's no impact on the annex here. And so the yellow pathways uh, go around, but it does mean middle school needs to come down to the ground floor and transfer at that ground floor pathway into high school, as I stated earlier, in order to access other areas of the building, including the cafeteria and ultimately the annex gym. Um, so again, those pathways are well-defined. Everything's protected and closed off with temporary walls. Um, all of this has been vetted by uh, fire planning uh, for evacuation. Uh, we've adjusted routes and have an approved fire plan for all of this. Uh, and incrementally, we'll make adjustments then and, and seek the necessary approvals as time goes on. And you can see the three third grade classrooms here that are colored. Um, that's our first uh, classroom block of rotation as we do our renovations. Um, so that kind of generally summarizes the building plan, how we're coordinating off these areas, how that work will continue on. Um, there's a unique opportunity here, I think, for students uh, to see some of this work in progress and see how it uh, emerges from the ground and becomes these uh, amazing structures. And I'm going to talk more about that in just a minute as we start to envision some of these spaces. In terms of the overall site plan, um, the one issue that we face is the main gate and the back gate. Um, these two gates will remain open and they'll remain usable, but as some of you who have been here may have seen, uh, we're going to have limited um, parking uh, for a short term while we're doing construction. And in particular, this passageway um, just below the number two here on your screen um, is an area that will be closed off during the day. It'll be open during our morning commute and during our afternoon pickup, but during the school day, this area will remain closed. As you've seen, we've got construction, uh, temporary storage of materials uh, and spaces out here all fenced, uh, but they'll have access to their active work zone across this space during the day um, in between those times when we'll open it up for transit. So we just need to be aware of that. And it means that if you're uh, picking up or accessing either the middle school and high school offices on the top or the elementary office on the bottom during the school day, you'll have to use the appropriate gate to get into that area. Um, one of the ways that we're optimizing parking is we are moving all staff 
to either the upper school parking lot or to the overflow parking outside the back gate. And you'll see that we've cleared an area uh, next to the back gate for overflow parking and we're actively using that. Uh, it is our hope that construction parking will um, extend along the road to Varsovska and, not, and beyond the back gate so that we'll have a separation between our parking um, to the east, I think that is, versus uh, construction parking to the west. We're still working those details out, but that's our plan. Um, but again, during the school day, when this is closed, you'll have to pick either the main gate or the back gate, depending upon which area you want to access. Uh, we'll have ability to open this gate in an emergency and, uh, and, and have access to it um, if urgency requires. Um, the other change is that while we have a brand new um, fire road around the outside of the annex building, uh, we will be moving our school bus pickup, we believe, um, to the plan for the final site plan. And that is along the curb outside uh, the gate. Uh, students will access it by coming out through the back entrance, uh, all supervised as students load buses and buses will be um, exiting uh, next to the main gate and exiting out to Varsovska on uh, the stoplight. Um, so that's the change in school buses and we'll be getting a feel for that um, over the next couple of days and how that will impact. We think it'll optimize access on the back gate and, uh, and we'll be able to manage things better at the main gate area in order to allow those buses through when they depart. Um, so that's our site planning and how we intend uh, to orchestrate that. Again, the Dean is out here uh, at number four, uh, and that's where my office is on the end. Uh, you'll find HR business offices um, and FMD in the Dean, as well as I said, uh, curriculum and teaching and learning, um, and our three third grade classrooms in a cluster together. Okay. Um, And I've got a comment here. It'll be really important to keep traffic flowing on pickup and drop off. So please let me emphasize that we need to have no idling in the kiss and go lane. Uh, because we're moving staff parking, if you need to wait for a child or if you need to go into early childhood to pick your child up, it'll be critically important that you park. Um, you won't be able to stop a car in the yellow lane at any time and leave your vehicle at all. Um, there'll be more parking available to you because we'll move staff out of this area. Um, so we expect that if you're going to get out of your vehicle in order to greet your children or go into the early childhood area, you must park this year. You cannot have a car on the kiss and go lane on the yellow lane. Um, even our future site plan expects that and no idling of cars in this area. The other option, short of parking, if your children aren't quite ready to be picked up yet, is to proceed around the circle and come back um, to uh, take another place for pickup when your children are available. So we can keep this circle flowing on the number one area. That will be our best approach to keeping traffic um, uh, in, in good flow for everyone. And that'll benefit everyone um, in the way that we flow traffic. I also suggested in my message last week that you consider if you're gonna park and spend uh, extended time here, 
um, that you consider parking in nearby parking lots. I'm speaking of parking lots at Auchan, McDonald's, um, uh, across the street at Carrefour and coming in through the back entrance. Um, they're a little bit of a walk, but they're, they're close proximity. And it might be um, helpful to us if we have um, some of that traffic offloaded to those areas for parking rather than seeking parking directly inside the parking lot. Again, this is a short-term uh, pinch point. I also encourage carpooling as a way of trying to address this as well. So I really just want to encourage uh, people to consider the alternatives and help us work the problem together uh, in order to make sure that, that we don't overflow or cause too much uh, frustration in our parking areas on either side of the campus. Okay. Um, I just want to talk about how it's all beginning to take shape. Um, so again, I just want to put in front of you the things we're looking for in the future. Of course, we're not going to get all of this done right at the beginning, but on the right-hand slide here, the design center is one of those things we hope to deliver in February. If we go to the next slide, Certainly the elementary courtyard we're planning to be done by February and the glass enclosure that is part of the design center also planning to have that completed come February. Um, there are smaller projects that will take longer, but we do intend that. Um, we're going to come back to cafeteria um, next year. So that's delayed. Um, garden and uh, early years library is all further down in the project list. Um, but uh, that gives you a sense of just a picture of what these spaces will start to look like. And you'll, you'll be able to see them become in the context of the work that's going on around us. Um, I did have some notes earlier about uh, things um, to be prepared for. You're going to see open ceilings. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a warehouse look. There's nothing um, concerning about that other than it'll look different. Um, that's because we need to maintain access to those areas in the ceiling until we're ready um, to do our final dressing after we've done all of our classroom renovations. Um, different areas will be treated differently. We're closing things up in early childhood, for example, already, but other areas of the school will remain open. And of course, there's also going to be temporary walls uh, blocking access to areas and also to make sure we meet the requirements of uh, of the fire access and the fire exiting period of time. Each one is a little bit different, so I can't ever tell you exactly uh, what it is, but uh, just keep in mind that uh, that's going to be ongoing. Okay, I already told you about questions. And again, reminder, the cell number, if you want to shoot a question to me that direction, or if you wanna throw any questions into the Facebook stream, please feel free to do that and I'm happy to answer those. And this is a good point for me to say, what are your questions? How, what else can I answer for you? Is there anything else on your minds? Um, we've got uh, lots of people out there. Please feel free to throw your comment in and I'm happy to put it up and see if I can address it. Let's see. Um, thank you for all the updates. May I ask if student schedules can at this stage be found anywhere on the portal? Thank you for information. Um, don't know if I have an administrator out there, but I believe that's part of first day activities. And I think uh, kids are all going to advisory. I think it's uh, due to be up on PowerSchool at about the same time. So 
Um, please, uh, if there's another person online with me right now that can answer that, please uh, do and I'll put it up. Um, but all the scheduling has been actively being worked on right to the last minute. We have lots of requests for changes that we're always uh, taking care of. Uh, we're also trying to balance uh, class sizes and uh, and address any issues that we may have overlooked in the initial scheduling last spring. Uh, it's really only about probably 20 to 30% of it that gets adjusted at this stage, um, but it should be available to you in PowerSchool. Uh, if you can go there, you should be able to see your child's um, schedule uh, for the day or for the week um, and, uh, and be able to look that up. Uh, here we go. Power School and Manage Back will be available in the upper school tomorrow at 4. So there you go, 4 p.m. tomorrow. It'll be up on Power School and Manage Back um, tomorrow. Uh, there's another tomorrow, so they're confirming that. Um, so there's a thank you. Thank you very much for that. Okay. Um, any other questions out there? Keep going. What else can I answer? As you can tell, I've got administrators online, so they can throw comments in as well and I can pop it up uh, to answer your questions. I've got a whole team out there helping out, so we can try to do that as needed. Let me give you a little bit more time to see if there are any other comments that you want to throw in or any other questions that you want to ask. I always feel like I wish I had the recording for the Jeopardy theme music so I could play that right now for you. Okay, I don't see anything. Oh, here we go. Will drills be organized make sure kids know where to be? Yes, of course. Usually within the first couple of weeks of school, um, we have uh, fire drills that we'll be doing. Um, and so uh, be prepared for that. We'll write about that in e-notes. And then usually our first drill is after the first week of school um, so that we can um, make sure that teachers have had a chance to walk kids through the posted evacuation route, teach them. Uh, whatever changes may have uh, come. And so uh, just know that we'll do that um, in very short order as we always do. Um, let's see, I've got a comment here about a ninth grade trip. Um, I gotta remind myself and maybe pull up a calendar here to remind to make sure I don't quote the wrong thing. But if there's somebody that has um, that um, quick and easy to pull up, uh, please do that. Looks like upper school grade level trips are correct. Um, and that is the week of the 4th of September. Um, somebody's put this up uh, September 4 to 8. Um, so um, details on that will come after we get kids into school, the actual times and the actual processes for departure. Um, so please wait on that. Um, that a lot of that comes down to uh, final decisions on bus companies and um, and departures and so we'll give you that uh, in short order and actually I'm just seeing here from somebody else uh, 5th through 8th of September is the grade 9 trip each grade level is a little bit different in terms of the day they depart and the day they return and the activities that they do so um, just be aware of that um, uh, after school activities that'll be coming uh, soon, you should see information on that for both athletics and activities right away this week. Um, I believe um, eNotes uh, will have that on Wednesday this week. Uh, I'm giving you direction. I think there was information last week as well. 
in eNotes. If not, it'll definitely be out this week in eNotes. And that reinforces the importance of reading your eNotes um, each week because all of that information is always included there. Remember, divisions are first. Um, and you need to scroll down to get to athletics and activities and all the links will be there. Uh, one thing that's a little bit new this year for eNotes is um, that we're going to shorten what's in the email with clicks to go to the remainder of the article. So be aware of that. Um, and so uh, uh, you, you may have to click through to get the rest of the information. And that's to help those people who don't have uh, kids in certain sections or, or areas um, to get to the most important content and then click through and see that content um, in detail and be able to click through other links as well. Uh, let's see. PTO wants to let you know that they've got their first coffee morning on Friday. And as I noted, uh, I also uh, have director's coffees on both Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday for upper school parents, Thursday for elementary school parents to coordinate with your start dates. I'm going to go over the calendar and the startup schedule one more time right after this. So stay tuned and I'll be right back with that in just a moment. We do have a question about dust. We've done an, a wonderful job and kudos to FMD. They're doing final wipe downs and making sure that everything is cleaned up and everything has been checked. Um, they have, we, the areas that um, are, we're concerned about have all been closed off now. Um, locked doors, everything sealed, um, and we've been doing our cleaning in very short order to make sure we get all of the dust and cleaning to do. The other thing to note is that the new HVAC systems that we're putting in place as we do our renovation are more efficient in that regard in terms of uh, dust removal and protection. So um, uh, please know that we're doing everything to make sure it's a safe uh, and healthy environment for kids despite the look. Again, it's gonna look with the, with the ceilings open, with all the cabling, even though it's neat, it's gonna be there, you're gonna see it, but it's, it's all uh, cleaned up and safe and we've made sure um, that it's a healthy environment and that we'll be able to maintain that um, during the next phase. So please uh, um, take, uh, take, take my note that we're doing everything we can to make sure that it's a safe and comfortable environment for our students. Um, there's a confirmation uh, that uh, information about activities and athletics is in eNotes. So please check eNotes. It was in there last week and it'll be in again this coming week. Um, information about sign up. It's done through SchoolBuddy. And so you'll see links to SchoolBuddy that is accessed um, with your uh, parent portal, uh, single sign-on. So you'll be able to get to that um, after you log into the portal. Um, this is a question I don't know the answer to. And again, details on trips will be coming out shortly. Freshmen and seniors going to the same location for the school trip. I don't know the answer to that. I would direct that to, again, administrators to help me answer that question. These are wonderful nuts and bolts questions, but I can't promise I'll always have the answer. Um, the answer, your grade nine leaves the morning of Tuesday the 5th, probably around 8.30. So there's some additional information there. Um, let's see if there's any other information about um, freshmen and seniors. Um, if we see that here, great. If not, again, refer to eNotes and refer to the direct messaging that will come out to each of those grade level groups to make sure you have the most important information. Okay, I'm rambling, I keep going. 
anything else, keep asking me. That's what these uh, town halls are great for is to just throw that comment in and I can bring it up and make sure we get it. Uh, if there's a need to uh, send something to me um, and you're not in Facebook, then please feel free to text me and I'll try to answer it from there as well. Well, it looks like maybe we're at a point that we can break away from questions. So as promised, I want to bring back um, the schedule for the week and reminders of everything. So tomorrow is Tuesday. And on Tuesday, we have new family orientation. We didn't need to move that because we'll primarily be in the theater and cafeteria. Um, you may enter through either the ES or HS entrance. Both the main gate and back gate will be open. But remember, there won't be any movement between the two parking areas during uh, the time that we're together. So you'll have to exit through those gates as well. Um, and then and that'll be at nine o'clock. And then at 1.30, we have the sixth grade orientation. And we would ask that all of the sixth graders coming to sixth grade orientation, please enter at the back gate. That's the best route um, to the activities and you'll be entering through the high school entrance. Um, so um, please um, go there. Um, Wednesday, first day of school for grades 6 through 12, as you now understand, and the director's coffee for upper school parents. School starts at 8.30. There is no delayed start on this first week of school. So 8.30 is your first day of school. We'll remind, remind, remind. We kick off at 8.30, drop your students off. And then uh, parents, if you want to stay with us, uh, optionally, you can join me for coffee in the cafeteria. At 2 p.m. on Wednesday, and this is a change. It was originally on Tuesday. Um, there is an open house for returning students for the elementary. This is uh, elementary returning students. You should enter through the ES entrance only. That means use the main gate only, um, park and then come in. Again, it's an optional open house for returning students to come in and see what's what before your first day of school. That runs from two until about 3.30. Um, and we're happy to welcome you uh, to this open house. Uh, there's no program for this. It's just an opportunity to see where things are at and be guided. Uh, there'll be some areas we won't be able to open up for you, but uh, by this point in time, we should have most everything done and ready for our opening, which is what we expected given the extra day um, that we asked you kindly for. On Thursday then, 8.30 is the first day of school for grades one through five. Uh, again, two through five joined first grade, which was already scheduled for Thursday. So it's grades one through five on Thursday at 8.30 and the director's coffee for elementary school parents in the cafeteria as well. And then Friday, the first day of school for pre-K and kindergarten, again, as originally scheduled. And we'll have one more coffee morning, but this time it's PTO that is having their uh, regular annual coffee morning. Um, this is for all parents. So upper school parents, you're welcome to come back and join us for this, as well as elementary uh, parents of all grade levels. Uh, please feel free to come and join us. 
to hear more about PTO, to sign up for activities for the year, this will be in the cafeteria. You may enter high school or elementary school in order to be able to come to the cafeteria. Again, using the routing I shared before, and we'll see you in the cafeteria. Um, and um, I think the coffee starts actually at 8.45, so a little bit after our 8.30 start time for students. Um, so a couple more uh, come in. Um, and this is vaccinations. Yes, we are planning vaccinations this year. And uh, you'll hear more about that from Warsaw Men. Warsaw Men will be here for new family orientation tomorrow. And then they'll be putting out more information about uh, vaccination events, about access to doctors for physicals, and about their wide range of services, uh, both uh, health and medical in the building, as well as um, new relationship for uh, dental services that they'll be talking more about in the future, okay? Um, a um, little bit more on uh, early years. I didn't add all of this, but it is important to remind you, um, early years parents, that you have other activities that are going on online on Wednesday, um, which does mean that some of the earlier staff won't be available during the open house, but the rooms will still be open for your visits with the support of the TAs. So again, um, this is really based on more individual communication that you've gotten uh, relative to your activities before your kids start school on either Thursday or Friday. Um, and you have direct information about that from elementary. Um, if you're confused about any of that, please reach out to the elementary school office so that they can assist you in making sure um, that you're plugged into all of the individualized activities for those grade levels. Okay, let's see. Big thank you to everyone for joining me tonight. Uh, I'm really happy to be able to do this. We'll have a regular schedule of town halls. I'll also continue my Monday weekly update uh, to give you just a sense of how things are going and just identify the key things that are coming up in the week. Uh, we've also added that to eNotes. There's gonna be a box on the right-hand side that'll just give you the key dates and events in the upcoming uh, week. Um, and so hopefully that'll help get the most important information into your hands um, so that you can keep track of the many wonderful things going on here at ASW all week long and every week of the school year. Uh, it is truly fabulous to be at this point uh, in uh, getting ready for the school year. Um, things are coming together. We're excited about welcoming your kids. Um, we are really excited about a great start, as this commenter says, for all students and teachers. Um, teachers, thank you for everything that you've been doing to get ready this week. I know it's been a daunting challenge um, to stick with the normal things we do and then also the additional challenge of late uh, ability to get classrooms ready. But everyone has risen to the challenge. And I just want to reemphasize again, if you see a facility and maintenance person, give them a big hug. That goes for you two parents. Uh, pat on the back, uh, Unica and her team um, have just done an amazing job. And also to our IT folks who have been bustling behind uh, the wiring challenges and making sure that all of our network and systems are up to speed and ready to rock for our first day of school. Um, everything's looking good. Um, it's going to look rough, but it's looking good, and you can see the horizon, what's coming, um, and that's exciting. 
First time we've been under construction of this magnitude in over 12 years. Um, so for ASW, this really marks the next step in our future. Thank you all for being part of that future and for being part of our school. Uh, please reach out to me uh, or to anyone else if you have any questions. Uh, again, info at aswarsaw.org if we haven't answered something here tonight and something comes to you immediately after this broadcast. It's been a pleasure being with you tonight. Have a wonderful evening. And this is Mr. Z saying have a great night.